This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I'm Matt Bungard. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Hey, good day, everybody. And uh, we're up to my hometown team for the, our, our day-by-day <laughs> previews. Uh, the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. And joining us for the first time ever on this podcast is a Channel 9 Rugby League producer, my good friend, Neil Desmond. Hello. Hello, Matt. Hello, Mitch. Great to be here. First time. So on debut today, we'll see how we go. Yep. Uh, Mitch, don't make a Nathan Merritt origin joke about him saying debut. And uh, on we go with the show. So, um, head is just running through inappropriate Channel part. 9 things to say. I'm like, don't say that. You're like a kid in a candy <laughs> store right now. You have so many things you want to ask him that he uh, can't I answer. Can't. <laughs> maybe, so, maybe at the end of the pod, Matt, we'll, we'll have a little rapid fire round and, and see what okay. we can <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. So, before, uh, so let's quickly jump back to last season first. Obviously, not, not the best year for the doggies. Um, I guess. How, how are you feeling coming out of 2020 and into 2021? Oh, look, it's everywhere you go, it's the same words. Hopeful, I think. There's, there's actually some hope. And, um, you know, hopeful in the handsome one, Trent Barrett. Um, <laughs> he's, he's got some runs on the board, some good, some bad. But um, we've got him in. Apparently, he's the reason the attack at Penrith uh, sung so well because, you know, they got away from that box play and started playing actually, you know, attacking footy and, here we are, and that's what we needed. We had no points the last few years. Was it four years since we last made the finals, Matt? Um, and you know, we've been in the fight. We've lost by a little bit, but we just weren't able to win. So, why can we, yeah, convert some of those and, and get something moving with Baz? Yeah, so. it seems to me like it's very much a year for the Dogs, where they've got to get away from that rep they've got over the last couple of years of being like this gritty sort of lovable loser type team and sort of yeah. actually be a team that people sort of want to watch and, 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 and are excited to watch play again. And I think we they're are going to see aren't they, Bunga? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they're going all right, but they're not they're really going to come just, just a, just a, just a lovable battler. Just, yeah. just putting in an honest day's work. You yeah, keep we... putting this word lovable near the Bulldogs and I won't stand for it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not leaving when they're losing. No one's like, oh, those poor dogs. It's come on, mate. We're the family club. We're still back <laughs> in the community. Oh, hashtag yeah. bread not bought. I'm a Broncos fan, right? No one's going, oh, those poor Broncos. That's Jeez, different. They're doing it tough. It's, no, it's different, but still, the Bulldogs are not getting sympathy from anybody. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's yeah, fair. Still the sins. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, some teams have had massive roster overhauls. Some have sort of stayed the course. You guys are probably into the former of those two categories. You've made a lot of, lot of shrewd signings. Um, unfortunately, you know, we're not getting... To see Matt Burton or Josh Adokar until next year, but they will be there next year. But you've picked up Nick Kotrick, Corey Allen, Kyle Flanagan, and a few uh, Jack Hetherington and a couple of other guys as well. I mean, um, how, how do you rate the offseason recruitment in that regard? And then, of course, on top of that, you've got Trent Barrett, the, the coach as well. I thought it started strong. I thought, here we go. Let's uh, let's make changes because that's what you needed. You know, poor old Dean Pay didn't get too much. He didn't really get the roster he needed. He had an aging roster. He had all, all sorts of cap trouble. Um, so we were able to shed that, you know, a little bit like other other teams have been the same, but the Tigers were similar. Um, so we were able to recruit well. I thought early on we were recruiting the same type of player, a lot of the outside backs. But, um, you know, with Corey Waddell, Jack Hetherington, um, guys like that coming in, um, I think there's, there's some balance there. And I think Cole Flanagan's the one, um, notably so. Like, you know, he's a lot of attention on him and he's going to be the seven. But I liked him. I liked what I saw at the Chooks last year. Um, and I think... You know, with the right cattle around him and Trent Barrett with him, I think um, this could be a big year for Kyle. Yeah, um, I think 
I don't love all your signings, but I like most of them. And it's so rare yeah. a team does that in an off season. Like I love, I love the Matt Burton signing. Love it. And That's I think fantastic. It was... But we can't talk about that yet. I don't. Yeah. You got to keep the powder dry there, Mitch. Love that. I know. Can't love get it. too excited. But yeah. Love this. Love most of the signings. I do think yeah. you're probably a forward or two short still. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I was saying in that we were signing the same type of guy with in that mm. outside backs were coming. Um, but you know, sometimes you've got to do that and you know, a lot will be said about how much we're paying people like Nick Kotrick, but I guess that's what that's what you gotta do when you're in this kind of um situation where you're not winning games and you're outside the eight, you know, you've got to get these origin type players to your club and hopefully there's some flow on effect. And I think that's that, that will come. That will come with Barrett, that will come with Matt Burton eventually coming, Josh Adokar. Um, but you know, hopefully, I think guys within um, Renaf Tamanga now Atoni. I think he's he's been on the books for a while, and they've been sensing big things. Raymond Fatalamarina, he's he's quite good as well, I think. So hopefully, it's the guys we've got, the stock we've got, can rise a little bit, and um, some of these young backs can um, you know prove their worth out wide. Yeah. So I guess, what are your expectations for this year? You still do you think your roster is good enough to make the top eight? Do you think you or are you just hoping to improve from last year? Oh, look, hopeful is what I'm going to say, Matt. I'm, I'm, I wanted to be shrewd. I wanted to get in there and say, yes, we're charging. But I think just outside the eight. I think, look at the Titans last year. Yeah, new coach, a few big names coming in or helping them out, I should say. I think that's where we'll be. Um, hmm. But I think, yeah, we want those guys that, you know, like Mitch says, everyone hates the dogs. That's that's good. If we beat the Chooks on the run to the finals, then, then that's a win for me in the season. <laughs> um, you know, if we get a good Friday win there, Bungard. You know, that's that's all we need. You know, if we yeah. just spoil the party for a few big teams, you know, we, we've shown in the past that late late season runs we can always play in the spoiler know, late season. Yeah. Cage. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. And, Again, and if we can bombard just... referee with plastic materials, <laughs> also a win. Hey, there's only hey. one to hit now too. It's a harder job to hit him. So like, so Mitch, I'm a Bankstown boy through and through. Matt knows yeah. this, you know. And hey, look, say what you will about the team, but I'm, I won't defend the fans often. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I mean, they're just, just a passionate can't. bunch. That's all we are. We're just a passionate bunch. The most lovable larrikins who like pegging full bottles of Woodstock <laughs> at referees at Belmore. It's I thought you were about to talk about some of your fans there, Bungo. Oh, mate, yes. we're in the same boat. Don't you worry about that. Exactly um, right. Yeah. Hey, and that's that's what footy's all about. You know, that's what that's why we live it. That's why you know, uh, you know, you know on any given Good yeah. Friday... <laughs> The refs getting pelted by a fan base, and, that, and that's be great. Good Friday, mate. If you, yeah. you know what's coming with it. Do some holy yeah. water, mate, in a bottle. That's, that's what's coming, mate. Yeah, that's, it. It's mother's milk coming out. Yeah, it's much fine. like much like Jesus died for our sins on Good Friday. A ref has to <laughs> die for his. You've got to sacrifice someone, mate. If you don't make it alive, and exactly, you're just a soldier. You're just a soldier, yeah. rugby league. Um, that's all it is. So who's a veteran player on the dogs that you believe is in for a big year? It can be a new signing as well, or just someone yeah, you think is going to make a leap? This this one, it didn't stump me. You know, we're never stumped. But, you know, Josh Jackson's been the guy that, you know, fell out of origin love and has just been, has been there turning up. I think he'll continue to do what he does. Um, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Dylan Napa, Ooh. he needs to do something. Something, anything. So, you know, there's been talk. He's off contract. But I think he's that one point there. He was playing Origin. was one of the most um, dominant props in stages throughout the season. Um, I think maybe it's a year to him to go, hey, let's let's shake some of the, the rust that happened when he came from the Chooks and let's make it happen. Let's leave from the front. So, um, yeah, because, I mean, he's a veteran now. He's, he's truly in that world, um, you know, and heading towards the next contract. So, hopefully... Big naps can go back to that, you know, those, those big hits. And you know, I know his shoulder charge is gone, which ruined his game. But, um, yeah, again, 
rules rules letting him down. But hopefully, I think I think Napa could do it, and Will Hopewadi's one as well in that he hasn't quite found his position. Yeah, you know, a bit of fullback, a bit of centre. Um, I think they'll play him at centre again this year. Um, but I'd love to see Will have a big breakout year, you know, and again get back to to where we've seen him at the heights before. I think Dylan Narf is one of those guys, like, he kind of reminds the, not obviously the same type of player, but the type of career we have, guys like John Sutton, who when they did, all of a sudden got old, you're like, well, he's 28? What happened? But it's you, up, when did this happen? Because yeah, yeah. you believed in potential for so long, you thought he was going to hit this level, he just never hit. It's mm. like you forget that the guy's actually, oh, he's now 28 and he never Pre- hit that Premiership level. winning captain, 350 yeah, first grade games. It's, yeah. Really, like, it's, no, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's real with Sutton. It's real with Sutton still, mate. He didn't hit the level that anyone thought he would. But yeah, it's like this is the last chance enough. If he'd, to if he'd, if he'd won that, if he'd won that right? train off against Josh Reynolds, who knows how different <laughs> his career could have been. But like, if he doesn't have a good year, he's looking at like veteran money as a bench prop somewhere next year. You know, yeah, it's, it's yeah, make or break you know. for him. Yeah, definitely. And like, he's obviously he's got the talent, and that's the thing. Watching, sitting as a fan, watching these guys run around, you, you've seen what they can do, and especially in big games, he's played big games at the Roosters and. You know, again, injuries are real. You know, things like that are always going to hamper guys like Dylan. But, you know, I just want to see him fire up a little bit. And, you know, but, you know, what? confidence will come with with getting points on the board. So if the rest of the team can lift a little bit, I think that's where um, he might play his best footy. If every opponent had four Burgess brothers on it, he'd be the greatest forward of all time. <laughs> oh, just crudely paste Sam's face over, over anyone else, any other prop in the comp. Exactly. Um, what about a, uh, on the other end of the age scale? What about a young player to watch out for? This can be someone who's already in first grade or a guy in the younger ends you might know about. Uh, I'm going to go with an easy one. It's a lot of talk about him, but um, I'm loving the kid, Jake Avrillo. Yep. Um, mm. Bankstown, born and bred. George's Hall local. George's Hall public school and grew up stone's throw away from Steve Folk's Oval in, uh, in George's Hall there for Bankstown Sports. So, that's what you want. We haven't really had too many local boys come through since, you know, Josh Reynolds and things like that. So, um, you know, by the sounds of it, he's going to play six. So, and that's where he played all his junior footy. He didn't play in the centre, didn't play out wide. So, um, if he gets a shot there outside Kyle Flanagan, I think we might see good things from young Jake and really, really nice dude. So, I'm lucky enough in what I do um, for work to, to meet all these guys in, in the preseason and uh, do some shoots with them. And, you know, we, we got the chatting and I think he was blown away that there was another kid from Bankstown uh, working <laughs> in this world. And, um, yeah, and he was just a real sweet kid. And I think, um, you know, nice and grounded already. And I think he can really deliver. You know, I hope so anyway. I think yeah. I was, from what I saw last year, it looked good. I, I, I thought I, I thought he showed some really promising glimpses last year. And, mm-hmm. I, and I love that he's getting a chance. I mean, it, it's almost like an audition year for him with Matt Burton coming in 2020 and 2022. So it's it's... It's kind of like he knows that he's just got this year to sort of prove it. And I think that's that's a level of pressure that can really make someone shine. It can really make someone step up. And I, and, and, and I hope that he can be one of those players because, yeah, he was really enjoyable to watch last year. Yeah, it's like what Mitch said. It's a bit of a make or break. I mean, you know you've got a year. At least he knows and he's not going to push this year unless the Burton thing comes through. So, yeah, this is a chance for, for him to, you know, make give Trent Barrett a hard decision to make. So, um, but, yeah, like, it'll be a shame if, you know, looking down the – the lens there if you know Burton comes in and we lose a kid like that but hopefully we find a spot for someone like Jake so he's he's my guy um at the mm-hmm. moment I think he can really fire you mentioned something there mate it's it's not important like I don't care where players come from when my team signs mm-hmm. them but fuck it's nice when it is someone in your team yeah. from your area yeah. Yeah. that's like you're like well, this is great he's you know he's a Bankstown boy he gets the club he gets where I come from you know yeah grew up with Hazem on his wall and yeah. you know blue and white and 
I think, yeah, I mean, every rugby league club's like this, but dogs in particular, the similar the South, Broncos, you're lucky enough to be one big team, but you grow up in this area, it's it's dogs or break. You know, it's it's it's, it's what you want to do. And it's it's you're playing juniors out here and you know, you're coming through that system with that one jersey on the, the same colours and I think it's special to be able to keep that. Um, you know, Penrith are blessed in that they've got almost their full squad who have come through that system that they've built out there. But mm. um, it's it's a good thing to see the local product come good. Yeah, school did suck as a non-Bulldogs fan. You're right, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very close to being a South fan, Bungard. I've never told you that. You haven't. But, um, Could you expand on that? Well, where my, my old man, he grew up uh, in Waterloo in yep. the um you know and, and the housing there so they were they were full full blown they used to run onto redfern over at half times so they get on for free mm-hmm. and you know and that's that was them and then i didn't even i didn't know that until i was already dogs fans too uh, fair enough. so yeah. yeah so if i you know if we if family had stayed out east and southern you know, ramwick way and stuff then yeah one, we probably wouldn't be friends, but two, we'd That's be true. Be Life would be better as well, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, no, it's, it's good to have around, Matt. It's, um, <laughs> yeah. it's, been, it's been fun. Yeah. Um, so I know the answer to this, but a, a, a game you've got penciled on the calendar. Do I read the text you sent me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, what did I say? I said, if it's not Good Friday, we're fighting or something like that. Yeah, I think you threatened to kick me off the pole before it happened if I didn't answer that. So. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it is. It, it, it has been for a long time. And, and again, in um, the blessed work that I get to be able to do, it's one, it's one of the great games that we put to wear as well. You know, we nine do it every year. And um, and it's been a great one to work on. I've been lucky enough to work on it. And, you know, again, that you talk about that bottle throwing one, but that's just one cracking moment in um, in the history of these two guys. And it's just a great day. I used to go to it. We used to do the old um, Easter show tickets that used to get you in the footy as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'd wander over with some show bags and some birdie beetle chocolate in your mouth and, oh, and just see them all rip in. So it's always a cracking day, mate. So that's definitely one. It used to be when we'd play the Broncos in a big, big night. But um, since uh, since we've been coming 15th and 12th, and <laughs> it hasn't been the best. Hey, but, um, we, we had a big yeah. night last year. We almost had the spoon bowl and we got it anyway. And we played off with the spoon, we thought, in like round 16 or whatever. I do remember that. <laughs> and that you was, guys um, won more games. Yeah, just. I mean, but I appreciate you guys learning that one. <laughs> you got to have a spoon once in your life, I Mitch, know, you know? I mean, I mean it, you must feel all right, though. The last couple of years, it's a miracle you guys didn't come last in that period. And I guess, you know, I guess it's kind of the thing that it did speak that Bunga touched earlier. That team was tougher than it should have been. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully that's was... bred next year. Maybe it comes out this year. Maybe they're tougher, but better with the ball in hand. Yeah, I, I hope that the toughness stays. I think that was mm-hmm. traits with Dean Patty. Um, you know, Dean was this lovable guy and really great footy brain, but probably lacked, I guess, the, the attacking creativity or, or anything like that, but just bred this this type of player that was going to be in the fight. And, um, you know, I'm very cliched there with the dog fight and the barking loud and all that, but um, that's what we were able to do. And there were stretches there under pay, I think 2018, if I recall it. We won our last five in a row, something like that, beat, knocked off some big teams and were managed to keep away from that last position. So... Hopefully we can find a bit of polish to go with uh, with that toughness, and um, we can put a few more together. Yeah, and um, you can say the Bulldogs if you'd like, but uh, who who do you who do you think is going to be in the grand final? Uh, oh, you didn't text me on this one, so yes, I did. Yeah, no, but you didn't text me which way. Oh to no, go. you can say whatever you want. Which you often do. Now, I was a. I'm not a. You know, we don't talk gambling on this show, but I saw a price for the South Sydney. I thought that I reckon it's their year. I reckon they're going to get it together. Uh, the Fit Latrell, they've only gotten better with Jai Arrow. Corey Allen misses out, but 
if they keep it all together, they're looking good to go one better. But then uh, I did a shoot with the Raiders and settled out of the Raiders boys, saw all them roll in, and you think there's not many teams out there that can beat this bunch on their day with the fit Josh Hodgson. Um, yeah, they, they lose Bateman, but, I mean, the Raiders, I think they, they just got something about them. That can, if they get it all together on the day, they can beat anyone. I think that semi where they beat the Roosters was, was just impressive and you thought, okay, they could do it until Melbourne came and did what Melbourne do. But yeah. my grand final, to keep you happy, mate, is going to be South and Canberra. Yep. Uh, that, that's your, your your best mate, Nick Campton, had the exact same prediction. So I'll camp. <laughs> um, I've got you guys down on my ladder in 13th place. Mitch? That's fair. Maybe yeah. a couple more. Come on. I have them 11th. And, Better, Mitch. Uh, yeah. I do think you're... As you said earlier, Neil, I really agree with your assessment that you probably win some big games this year, but you probably haven't got the roster to do 24 games or of, of that standard. I don't, I don't think like you're just you're so thin in the middle of the field. I don't think you can keep it up week to week. Yeah, I mean, you have to agree there. Like it's a long season. You know, rarely do you get a, an injury-free season or or a year where everything goes your way early on. You know, and you see the ladder so tight. You lose some of those early in the season. Mm. You just yeah. can't come back from that. You know, so I think depth may be an issue, but that's where I think it's probably realistic to be sitting just outside. But I think there's definitely yeah. some promising times. Oh, yeah, I, I, there's only really two teams that I'm drawing a line through in terms of I would be flabbergasted if they made the finals. The dogs are not one of those two teams. So yeah, I think you know. Who are I the think, two? Oh, they're. I mean, we haven't. Here's a hint: we haven't spoken about either of them yet. Um, <laughs> they're not hard to guess. Um, uh, and I just know that Corey Allen's scoring a hat trick on Good Friday. I've already resigned myself to that. Yeah, I just hope Corey Allen doesn't be. Uh, yeah, he's showed it in Origin. I just don't want him to be an Origin only player. And I'm not going to drop names of who who they, <laughs> they are. Who he is, but um, but I think I think he can go well. I think it looked good at the back there for South last year. And um, hey, that's, all he needed that's was um one humble podcast host to believe in him. And, um, oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I said humble. Oh, okay, not me. Did you see him run around back in the Broncos days? Did you I, think much of him then? I did like him, mate. There's like an old tweet of mine where I, when he's like 17, 18, and it's obviously not a comparison to how they play. But mm. back then, he used to run hunch like Tedesco did. Yeah, like he yeah, had, yeah. He had, yeah. He doesn't do it as much now, but I thought he'd be a good first grader. And then when he hit first grade at first, you reminded me of Brad Abbey of like the moment he hit yeah. first grade, he was just like scared. I was like, oh, this guy! I was like, this guy's deer in headlights under the high ball. Was when he was on the wing, Alan was like afraid of the ball coming near him. I thought, yeah, right. He's one of those guys who just kills New South Wales Cup, the Queensland Cup, rest of his life, and doesn't kick on. I thought, and then obviously last year got opportunity and proved us all, proved the rich, uh, young Mitch right, older <laughs> Mitch wrong. <laughs> um, Sometimes we're not wiser, are we? Yeah. yeah. Um, before we get out of here, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our Patreon subscribers. Also, we will have a video out in the next couple of days on how the tipping comp is going to work. I'm um, very excited to get that going for you guys. And remember, the only way you can be a part of that tipping comp is if you become a Patreon. And if you join in the top two tiers, you will get a shout out on this show. Um, and I will just say before I get into those shout outs, um, the, the patron, Patreon has exploded this week. I mean, we've, we've been inundated with new pledges over the last couple of weeks it's been the biggest growth we've had since we since we started doing the patreon so thank you all for your support i'm glad you guys are picking up what we're putting down we're putting a lot of effort into these these daily pods and, and all the other extracurricular stuff and i'm glad that you are enjoying it mitch anything you want to say to the fans before i, do the I actually want to answer neil one question before yep. we, we wrap up i want to ask your thoughts on luke thompson firstly the arrival last year how mm. he played last year and then 
his potential as a bulldog from here on. Yeah, there's actually a few places we didn't get to today, but yeah. Thompson for mine, I was excited when we signed him. Um, I'd seen what he'd done overseas. Um, yeah, that, that it's hard man in the middle. You know, there you almost wanted that like for like James Graham replacement. Um, he showed he showed some good things. I think um, I don't think it was a you wouldn't call it a flop of a season. I think he come in and, and worked hard, but I, I think there was some truth to the homesickness. I think that was you know it's a, it's a hard transition to make. It's coming into the COVID year that was, but um, I tell you what, he's looking fit. You know, I, I was again, you know, directing him around some of these things, and um, he was looking good, and and he was just we had a little off chat there, and he said he was he was feeling good and feeling at home, and he's got family over here now. So I think I think that sometimes, you know, you forget that these guys are human. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of things mm-hmm. off the field that's got to be you know right between, you know, family and life and everything in between the years. So hopefully. Um, that all comes together and um, and he can get moving forward. And I mean, our pack, you know, I heard you guys on the pod the other, the other day talking about how this, you know, the, this new, the nimble 13, the Cam Murray, Victor Radley, Jake Voyager style. Dogs have never played like that. Um, hopefully the game doesn't get too quick for them. And, and mm-hmm. guys like Jackson and Thompson and Elliot can all, um, you know, contribute pretty well in the middle. Um, but I think, I think he can, he can show a bit for us. And again, that a typical in the fight gritty dogs type player. So mm. you know, if we get polished with these axle backs, one of them, Nick Kotrick, actually. And what I love about Nick Kotrick, he's the most from the area Canberra <laughs> I've ever met in my life. 100%. I've never met anyone from Canberra who actually wanted to come and live in Bankstown. You know, really? so he grew up with a lot of family around here. We, we were speaking about Canterbury kebabs. You know, I was going to say, surely chicken. he's gone to his former teammate Emre Gula's family business of What's Up Brothers kebabs. Surely, may or may not have just walked from there with a lamb kebab before. I did this podcast. <laughs> Perfect, um, it's place. literally around around the corner from where I grew up, mate. So yeah, no, he was he was talking about that. I think he's excited. He's got a lot of mates in the area, and Emre's. Um, you know, they, they, the Raiders actually did that after games when they played in Sydney. They dropped yeah. in there, get a feed on the way back to Canberra on the bus. So yeah. he's he's excited. He's looking looking to live here, and you know, twenty two year old Croatian dude who, you know, wants the the big Canterbury, you know, Canterbury based sound life. I don't want to say city life; it's Canterbury based sound life. <laughs> Joe Bell's Cafe in Belmore is, uh, <laughs> I think, they're very they're very optimistic, mate, and it's, uh, it's good. It's good to see. I want to see some more blue and white in those streets. It is. It is. Fact, it is just that grand final we last played in. That was a good day. Yeah, it is. It is just better, like being just walking around banks and stuff when the dogs are good. It is just <clears> better, like it is. So, yeah. and that yeah, forget what you read about the early two thousands. Yeah, Southwest Sydney. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. When the dogs are winning, life was good, and that was again some of the best times. Was going to um, Stadium Australia and getting on that train, and you know, it was borderline dangerous. But if we were winning, <laughs> times were good. So yeah, yeah. So it's hope for. A bit of that. I want to see, hear some singing in the streets again. And like, there's no doubt for me, like that Nick Kotrick signing, like there's no doubt in my mind it was an overpay, but it doesn't matter. Mm. Like honestly, it doesn't matter. Like sometimes you're the fan and it's like, okay, it's not in my money in my pocket. I don't really know their salaries. Why the fuck do I care? Is my option, do I want Nick Kotrick or not in my team? Is it like, yes. do I want him or a player who's worse and then <laughs> the money goes somewhere else? It's, exactly. It's, it's, sometimes it's simple, something like that. you got a guy who's lots of potential, played origin, Left a good club to come to you guys. He said fits in the area. It's like, well, fuck it. Who cares who what he gets paid? Yeah, no, it, mate, he fits in the area. That's what I love yeah. about it. That's what we need. We need boys, boys from the area making it good. Indeed. Uh, before we get out of here, I'd like to give a quick thank you to 
Bert Andrews, Dave, Carlo Tyson, Matt Coleman, Never Trendy, Matthew Duggan, James K. That is a new one for this week. Thank you very much, James, for being on board. Sam Anderson, another new one. Thank you very much, Sam. Matty Jenkins, CTO, Warwick Ahern, an anonymous backer, Wayne Ritchie, Michael Murray, Ben Wallace, Frankie, Old Mama Bear, Simo, Ty, Matty McPee, Leon, Morgan Watkins, Harvey G, Jace G, Thor Laycock, Roxanne Clark, Cam Beswick, Dan Cullinane, Tom Hardy, Josh Brandon, and Jason. Jesus. Yeah, it's getting big. It's getting long. a long list. <laughs> Good problem to have. Good problem to have. Uh, and if you want to support us, uh, get in, get it, get involved at patreon.com forward slash NRL Boomer. Because remember, we will be running a tipping cop this year uh, with some some pretty good prizes in it. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, We're up to 90. We can get to 100 before. If we can get to 100 before the season starts. Um, pretty happy. Yeah, I'd be stoked. So it'd be much, much more than we thought that we would ever get out of this. So again, thank you all for your support. We wouldn't be doing this without you. Um, Neil, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, is there anything you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, can't wait. Thursday night, March 11. I'll do a little mm-hmm. plug. Um, I have a feeling we're going to win in Melbourne for the first time ever. Literally ever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I wanted to fly down, but obviously can't. So, oh, what are you yeah, you can. They've opened up. You're fine. Yeah. Um, yep. But I have a job again now. So it's hard. Right down there. We'll talk yeah. to we'll, we'll, Good we'll point. Uh, well, actually, yeah, we're, we're colleagues now. We'll just, just get me on the get me on the plane and work it out. Uh, and we'd love to have you back on later in the year just to discuss that sort of side of the game, which doesn't really get talked about very much. And I, I find it quite interesting. So hopefully we'll just sort that some, out. Yeah. Yeah. Make oh, him, I'm hey. going to take notes all year and I'm going to make him answer for all my gripes. <laughs> in round six on Sunday afternoon, why did you let Phil Gould say this? Yeah. <laughs> why did you not show this angle of that replay? <laughs> I'm losing my Wi-Fi, guys. It's getting a bit tough. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming on, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks, boys. All right. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs>